everybody, and welcome to the Highly Suspicious Podcast with Louie and Preston. My name is Louie. My name is Preston. We are reporting once again live from the Trap House. We have two very special guests on today. We have two MLR prospects, Connor Hayes, AK-47, uh, K-Stacks. <laughs> Greetings. What's happening? What's happening? What's good? What's good? So, Connor, you say something first. Yeah, I'm Connor. I'm from... Uh, My name is Connor. Charlotte, North Carolina. 704. And I like licking salt lamps. Did you say anything to me when I was talking shit about Charlotte? <laughs> what? When I was posting that shit on my story about how Charlotte was a shithole, did you say anything to me? I didn't even see you that. You didn't see that? No. I don't know why Daigle was defending Charlotte. It's like, you don't even live or have ever lived in Charlotte. Bro, I mean, first off, Charlotte Charlotte's not a shithole. It's really just... Cap. Cap. It's just like, it's, it's still like up and coming. It's very Bro. low key. But l- l- let me tell you this. Does Louisville have Ric Flair? Oh my Does god. Does Louisville have Deion Sanders? We have Jack Harlow. Right. <laughs> we got Jack Harlow. It's funny because we've hated on him on the pod. But recently. But, but we claim him. We still claim him. That's True. for sure. You know, Case from Georgia. That's yeah, a shithole too. Don't even get me started. No, we from the north. No, we from the north. I'm from South Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> we from the north. But no, nah, I just had a layover in Charlotte, so I was just like, "Fuck this shithole." And then I went to the gift shop, and there was a bunch of Duke in North Carolina merch, and I literally was like. Flicking had a video flicking off all the merch. Oh. No, it was just like a thumbs down, wasn't it? I don't remember. I th- I think you were flipping it off. I was on some hater shit though. I mean, I would have done the same thing because I'm actually not a fan of UNC or Duke. My dad was uh, I- I've told you before, my dad's from uh, Louisville, right? He was born in born in Louisville, raised in like Scottsburg, Indiana. That's a shithole. <laughs> <laughs> Connor's a rugby player for the University of Louisville. Kay was a rugby player at the University of Louisville. He's he's graduated. And then he was exiled. <laughs> Tell us that story. Go cards. Are you exiled? I am not exiled. <laughs> I was yeah. gonna say Kay's actually a very influential force on that rugby bench, according to you all. He's you know active in practice still. Oh yeah. Coaching you all up. I mean, like we went to uh, we went to our conference championship, the, the MAC championship. Quite honestly, like we probably would not have won, and I say that like legitimately, we probably would not have won if he wasn't there. Because like he he just brought out like he just brought the attitude. If anything, is he like the spirit animal? I, the I mascot. Would def- I would definitely say so. He's very unassuming at first, but like he can he can read the vibes pretty well and. Once he like like once he can tell like the team needs like a pick me up he's oh he's he's in it that part he brought like these things called wear bands which is where like you you wear a belt and you wear like socks that like have these rubber bands attached to it and and it's funny because like it's the goofiest looking thing ever you feel like a robot when you're in it but the thing with the rubber bands on it yeah but like they activate your legs. <laughs> it it does look well. funny as hell. It does look I'm like, imagining like robots. It. Your imagination is probably making it funnier. Than no, I got a good is. mental picture. No, it's, like, <laughs> right. it's like you got two socks on, and then you got the belt on, and then you know what I mean. There's yeah, and then there's different. elastic attaching. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. So it's, you're in... like, what's crazy is like after a match, like our scrum half dude, he's like 
really he's he's not slow, but like this dude in the conference semifinal, dude, he looked like a brand new man. I gave him a stretch, activated him up real good, dude. That dude scored a try. Of course, Connor had like two of them. He had to stun on everybody. When was that? Fuck Western Michigan. Fuck BGSU. It's all about Louisville. (laughs) Fuck both of them. I'm gonna just say that on here. Factual. I I like that we're all wearing card shit for real, (laughs) or or at least half of us. It's funny because like got a rep. My coach would usually tell me to not wear Louisville gear. (laughs) Why? Cause I'm just I'm honestly like with my personality, I'm just not good for the image. Luigi, Luigi, make sure that you edit that out. You gotta edit me. <laughs> no, that's absolutely silly. Fuck BGSU, but you know. What I mean? No, this this podcast is no cap, bro. I don't we ain't no capping cap. it. We we can't. Hey, yeah, we can't do shit like that. <laughs> so, Connor brought up the MAC tournament. I'm sure that you don't know much about. It the rugby standing at the school but we won the regionals connor hayes was uh the mvp of the entire tournament yes sir he was absolutely smoking ops out there yeah and uh, this is by k stacks you want to just talk about like that whole experience like i haven't even really heard like what that even felt like you know going to you know, completely different town, playing against all the best teams in the area. Well, first it, It's going to make or break you all going to the Natties, which you all did go to the Natties because right. of it. There was definitely a lot of pressure riding on us because, uh-huh. like, you know, our coach is, like, has just has a chronic, like, temper. Mm-hmm. Like, so if we didn't win that tournament, like, would be hot. we'd be hearing hot. about it next season. But now, like, honestly, like, well, first off, like, the way I saw it, like, the odds were kind of against us because, number uh-huh. one, we were in Ohio. and Yeah. Who, who the refs are shit. Right. The refs are shit, and, mm. and at the same time, it's Ohio. Yeah. And, like, no disrespect to all the Ohioans out there because I'm actually from Akron. LeBron, LeBron's part of my family tree, by the way. <laughs> Not actually, but... But nonetheless, I he had to say not actually. Like we actually believe it. Well, it is an audio <laughs> format, Louis. All the people can, out there could just be you, like, "Can you huh? listen to Connor's voice and imagine it coming out of LeBron?" <laughs> I don't think you can. Oh my god! But no, no, I feel like I, I have the right to trash Ohio as it is. Not LeBron though. But no, like it was a very. It was on like honestly. So we had we had, we had to play five total games if we wanted to win the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, all the teams got to play five games, but you have to win all five games. Yes. Yeah. So like in the first, the first couple was was just a fever dream, dude. Because like first off, it's hot as fuck out there, and we have how hot was it? I think it got up to like ninety. It was eighties. We were in Dayton. No, no, and it's not gonna get up to ninety in Ohio, bro. Mm. It totally was. Well. <laughs> Heat index maybe temp was like eighty something. Well, not only that, but like is that something you could look up? Can you look up like temperatures what was the retrospectively? Weather on this day? Yeah, yeah. Do you remember the date? I'm surprised you don't got it like tatted on your arm or some shit. That'd be hard. That'd be <laughs> on the Instagram. March seventh. I want to cross the bicep. I want to say it was like April twenty seventh. Bro, they are not showing me this in fucking. Celsius I mean, right now. That's hilarious. At all. No, you can transfer into Celsius Fahrenheit. You Honestly, though, in, in April, 
I it don't. looks like Connor might be cat because it was like 30 degrees this week. <laughs> April 27th. April 27th. It was 36 degrees. In Celsius. Celsius? It says 36 degrees and 24 degrees, so I don't know if that's Fahrenheit and that's Celsius. Dude, I have no, no idea. It would be a way heat. bigger difference. Dude, I had on a t-shirt and shorts and was hot. Uh, yeah, so it yeah, hadn't yeah. been So English. it was not 36 it degrees. No. Okay. I, that would have been hilarious. 36 degrees in April playing rugby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everybody's out here t-shirt and shorts. God damn. But I mean, not only was it like was the temperature already hot, you're playing on uh, AstroTurf. Which gets hotter. Yeah. yeah. It's it's like these black pebbles that, you know, once exposed to the sun, it, instead of, like, it being 90, it's, like, 100. Yeah. So it that might as well have been. And dudes, like, you know, like, dudes were, like, yakking, like, even, like... God damn. Like, right before the game ended. Because it was fucking hot. They were yeah. having, like, heat strokes and fucking puking from well, it. Well, one shit. of our buddies, Chris... That's he, crazy. He only broke off for, like, a, for like a 30-meter try, which is... Uh-huh. Which is like a score in rugby. It's like it's like a touchdown. Yeah, it's like a touchdown rugby. for rugby. But yeah, f- well, funny enough, actually, it, it's funny because football actually was birthed from rugby. They call it a touchdown for football, but in rugby, you actually have to touch the ball down when you score. Mm-hmm. So like, so it's not even that's hilarious. Yeah, right. Like that's so that's so backwards. But anyways, another yeah. reason to be like fuck football. <laughs> right. <laughs> Honestly, it's just gentrified rugby. If you look at it. <laughs> if you look at it from a certain angle. But yeah, it's already hot as shit and in our first two games. So you were there too, Kay? Yeah, I was there. You know what I'm saying? I was you know, I was there getting active. Were you actually like coaching? Were you like an energy guy on the bench? Were you like talking to people? If anything, I, I had a hybrid role, you know what I mean? I'm a versatile guy. I coach Emil, you know what I mean? The head coach, he wasn't he was playing GM that day, you know what I mean? He, he wasn't even on the sideline. You know, my guy Cameron Bernard, former alumni, scrum half, All-American, um, he was the head coach that day. Um, so he was on the sidelines. He was calling a lot of the shots. He was doing a lot of the substitutions. Uh-huh. Uh, that's my boy. I played a lot of games with him. We won a lot of games together. He dislocated my shoulder. Um, <laughs> that's, you know, I that's hit hard a couple times. Get no, it back in blood. It's all rugby, you know what I mean? It's all love and fair. Uh-huh. So, you know what I mean? But, no, I was doing a lot that day. And, um, you know, the boys benefited. And that, and that was another thing, too. We're a very young team, right? So there's, like, little to no maturity out there. Or yeah. I guess we just weren't even ready for that environment. I mean, we were because we won it, but, like, in retrospect, like, at the time, it's like all these guys are, you know. The bright light. Right. And, and you know, COVID really messed up our 2019 team. You know, our t- 2019 team ended up being a dream team. It really was. We were a top 10 team in the nation. Did you all get shut down? In, like, March? Yeah, that was the year the world shut down. You know, everything shut down Mm -hmm. that March. Um, We were top 10 ranked in the country. Um, We had three MLR prospects on our roster at the time. I was still, you know, Isaac, Taryn, and, of course, myself. Um, So, you know what I mean? We were just, we were really saucy. And, uh, you know, the world shut down and we couldn't, you know, complete the vision. You know, this is a good season. 2022 was a good season for us to reclaim our throne. I think because of that, there are just, like, so many what-ifs, like, sports-wise, just the way they, like, had to fucking cut shit. Mm-hmm. There was no March Madness or nothing like that. A lot of What's lot something of what that you would, like, imagine being incredibly different? Louisville could have won a natty. Louisville could have gone crazy you think in that, that tournament. Was, that was a part of it? 
Louisville yeah, basketball was the best yeah. team in the ACC that in 2019. We it was just the worst feeling in the world just because sorry I know I'm derailing this but because that team was struggling and they lost to UK and then they just caught fire and then they like beat Virginia they were they were on like a 10 game win streak or some crazy shit like that. They were just catching fire at the right time. So if that energy, like, you know, went into March Madness and it wasn't just like that canceled sort of, yeah, completely. That, you think we would have had a shot? We could have done something. Certainly wasn't going to be because of Chris Mack, though. Nah, J13, my boy on the Bucks, J Nora, shout out. Jordan Wara, friend of the show. Damn near averaging 20 a game. That season, so you know, we, we, you know, they used to be up there on the third floor to SRC. You know, we get some runs, me and Ryan would run up there, we see them. You know what I mean? We hoop, you know what I mean? All that good stuff. So, you know, just just champions around champions. You know, he's a shooter, it's a high standard of excellence out here. My boys is going to the league, my boys are pros, so you know what I mean? That's just what we do, right? Shout out to the cards. Okay, what were you saying like behind the scenes? Like, were you just like hyping them up? Were you just were you even like communicating with him like that? Of course, you know what I mean. I was. It's basically so, like I was on the field. I felt like so. I you were dapping man. Connor up and telling him to whoever was the closest man to me heard me. I was. Yeah. I was. You know, line judging a little bit. So that allows you. You know, when you're a line judge, basically, whenever the ball goes out of bounds, you mark the place out of bounds uh-huh. where the ball went. So you know, one. You know, there's two line judges, one from the opposing team, one from you know the home team. So I was our line judge. I also happened to be uh, an athlete, and I also happened to be one of our coaches and trainers. So you know what I mean? I think we had an advantage there, just having me in the ear. I mean, like the the way he did it too. It's like it's very unorthodox from you know, like like a traditional hype man, like someone yeah. that would like you know usually get in your ear and like tell you how great you are and whatnot. I mean, he would do that, but it was more so, like, he didn't really need to say much words. Like, I would just be standing on the sideline, you know, like, in my head and whatnot, and i turn over, and he's, like, giving me this, like, stare. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love that. And he's, like, and he's like, you know, like, nodding his head, like, oh, yeah. That's that. I oh, got, yeah. You got this, bro. Right, like, right. You got this. We got just, this. Just penetrating vitality, and you're like, all right, I got this. I got this. That's sending out vibes. Right, and then he's like. Let's fucking go. <laughs> yeah. Let's fucking go. No, and we I'm smoked like, all of the ops. We averaged 30 points per game. Did we not? Like, we were just putting up tries galore on everybody. They couldn't stop us. We, I think we averaged, for every team that we played, we played five games. I think for every game, we only let up, like, eight, nine points. So you were clamping too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big clamps. Big clamps. How yeah. many how many uh tutties did you get? I got five. Again, like going back to that heat, like cause I didn't I didn't catch those tries until it was in the semis and the uh in the final match. So you did it when it counted. Right. Basically. Right. Against some Just, of the best teams in the nation. You know, the Mac has notoriously been one of the stronger conferences in the in the how, nation. How how do you get hot? Do you just like get adjusted? To the AstroTurf and the heat, and you're just like, fuck it, we're just gonna do this shit. That's definitely a part of it, like... Getting adjusted. I've never been good with, like, playing in the heat. Yeah. Like, after those after those first two games, it wasn't until around, like, late in the second game that I really started to, like, get it going. Because that was when I scored my first try. Uh, one of the one of my teammates and boys, Jake Summers, we were just, like, hooking up for offloads. Offloads is where... 
you throw yeah. the ball back. Yeah, or like as you're getting tackled, you just like pop the ball up, guy catches it and runs. And we had like a chain of offloads that led to a try. So yeah, that's because like you really just need to like for people that have like yet to like find out how to like turn the switch on, you uh-huh. need a play to like kind of get you going. And that yeah. was kind of like the turning point right there because that ended the game. We went to the third game, and, you know... That then, that first one just blew it open for you. Yeah, I mean, our boy Chris Reithmeyer, he, uh-huh. he had to carry us that game. He dude. saved y'all. Yeah. Chris saved y'all. Three tries in the first game. Shout out to Chris Reith. You know what I mean? Hey, hey y'all here. Dusting all these 19-year-olds at 27 years old. You know, oh, wow. Ay, silly. Just hey, old man in these MFers. Say Not what you want about old. Chris as a <laughs> rugby player. That boy can hoop. Dude. That boy kid. He's just he. I I think there's something about just being like an athletic person. Uh huh. And there are people who are just multifaceted because of like yeah. whatever fucking skill they absolutely got. like and innately. We, I see that with these rugby players I play fucking. Rugby's a fucking with, tough sport. That's the one thing I fucking know about. It, if I'm being honest, because like, Connor's just uh fucking out there running, bro. Like yeah, it, the skills totally like transfer over. Hey, what what was that story about James Naismith? Uh, so not only did rugby create uh, football, but it also created basketball. There was this uh, Canadian professor was like Naismith. Yeah, he wasn't just a coach in rugby. He was a coach for like like tennis, soccer, wrestling, a couple of other sports, mm-hmm. and like he needed like his ru- or he needed because rugby is a um, at the time it was a summer sport because he did sevens uh-huh. and he wanted. Sevens is where, uh, seven there's only, yeah, there's only seven guys per side. But yeah, he needed a winter sport for his guys, so he created basketball. And that's kind of like, because, you know, they just needed something to do in the offseason, and that's how basketball was created. So Offseason rugby? Offseason rugby, essentially. Well, you can see the similarities. Yeah. Like, you know, like assists, passing the ball, I don't know, like just very Touchdown. Very yeah, it sort play. of minimizes it. <laughs> What do you say? It sort of minimizes the sport. A little bit, right? Like smaller dimensions. Yeah. But you're like, you're still moving a crap ton. Mm-hmm. And less people. Yeah, the pace. Yeah, because basketball is just like burst. Right. And then pace. Pace is a big word in rugby and basketball. Yeah. Um, you're just doing suicides, essentially. Yeah. But yeah. All of a sudden, no, it's going to sound fucking painful right there. I thought, I thought it was being like, okay, like you're being boring. Turns off the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is good. This is good. So, uh, you made it past the MAC tournament. You fucked everybody up in the MAC tournament. Yeah, long story short, we fucked everyone up. But you were, well, before we move on to the next thing, you were talking about, like, how do you get in that mode, right? Yeah. And it's like, like, yeah, I had, like, I had that one good play. And then the third game, I didn't, I didn't score any tries, but like you know, I started like, I started like juking people out and stuff like that. So I was really starting to like feel myself a little bit. Yeah. And it wasn't until the semifinals, because WMU, Western Michigan, they had been like, they had been kind of like a looming cloud over our heads for a while, because uh-huh. they beat us in the semifinals for 15s that previous winter. So we were like, we got, we got to get a win over these guys. And they had probably just as much athletic talent. They may have been a little bit faster than us, too. And I was just kind of like, then I was just like, look, there's, like, this is it. Like, this could be your last shot. But you just outplayed them. 
Right. And you we out coached you. You have to. There's no like there's no like deciding whether or not you're going to. It's just you do it. But yeah, yeah, no, I mean it was a good overall, if I had to summarize it, it was a great experience. Honestly, like learned a lot from it just in terms of like, you know, maturity, not just for me, but for everyone else. We'll how how much is the regional tournament matter for that? Is it kinda like uh, regional tournaments in like college basketball? matters but it's not like you know the most important thing well or is it like i don't know in different sports they kind of do it differently right well so in basketball right like you don't have to exactly win your conference you just have to have like a good record and be like placed high in the rankings like if you're in the top 25 that's automatic but you all needed to win the regionals to get to the natty absolutely because to get to the natty so we're in we're in Division One AA with nationals. They combined both one A and one AA. So it was either we Dang. won the turn, we either had to win the tournament, or we were watching it at home. So like that's a lot of, of pressure. Yeah, that's fucked. Yeah. Just knowing you know one loss and the season's fucking over. No, right. We weren't taking no L's in the conference. And our coach kept saying it to us too. You know, oh, if you guys fucking lose, you know, like so, I'm quitting my job tomorrow. <laughs> So you all play better with your backs against the wall? Would you say that? I, I would say so. We are yeah, definitely... Some dogs out there. If, if that I'm ain't saying. it, I'll quote, I'll, I'll, I'll quote Coach, if you shit the bed, make sure somebody's there to clean it up. And Fuck those yeah. boys, a couple guys shit the bed a couple times. Make sure <laughs> but it's all right. But there was, a, there was a guy there to clean it up. Make sure there's someone to eat it up. That's real. <laughs> <laughs> Just like fucking life, right? I mean, I mean, it's funny because dogs do that in real life too. So we like to think of ourselves as dogs. You know, I, I see my dog, and you know, I'm like, like I'm taking him out for a walk in the dog park, and he's he's eating like this pile of shit, and I'm like trying to take him from him. He's growling at me. He's like, no, this is my shit, bro. Pause. My my parents' dog. This is nasty, but I'm going to tell the story. <laughs> That's okay. We've had nasty my stories dog, on the podcast We were walking too. my dog around the neighborhood, and she finds, like, this, like, roadkill squash squirrel. That's disgusting. It's just, like, a little cookie. <laughs> and and she, like, picks it up and puts it in her mouth. And I'm like, no, Sadie, give me that. And she had to, like, kind of, like, fucking pull it You're out of its mouth. Talking at it. You're Wait. getting, like... All kinds of I diseases. Need to know. No, the story's not over yet. So, what do you mean by cookie? Like it was smushed, <laughs> and it was just like a little cookie. We called it the squirrel cookie. Because because the next day, right out by the sun. The next day, we're walking before. Sadie again, and the same thing happened. <laughs> she finds the same fucking squirrel cookie and puts it in her mouth, and we're like, no, Sadie. <laughs> Playing tug of war with the dead carcass. And it happened a third time, too, before she was just like, well, I'm just going to throw this away. I'm just going to pick this fucking nasty roadkill up and throw it away. I'm assuming she goes on a daily walk. Yeah. I question my life choices if that's what it came down to. (laughs) There's something wrong with that dog. The thing is, the thing is, it's so vivid. Like, I really saw that. You know what I mean? Cause like Louis is a great story. I just I just pulled up to my boy's twenty first birthday. You know, shout out Louis G's. 
You know what I mean? He's 21 <laughs> now. He can, he's legally able to drink. Yeah, dang. Um, so I really I, I really know the area. So that was a crazy story. I was really over here dying. You really put yourself there? Oh, I was there. I was right there. That was crazy. That's the mind of a strategist. You're right. <laughs> Next level thinker. So I got to talk about the natty. Cause you all made it. Oh, it it was oh. it was a disappointing end of the season. I'm sure it was good that you all even got there. So it's it's man. no shade at all. But I remember you all were talking about like how the first round would be the easiest. That you all were just gonna smoke them. Were you all taking them uh, too lightly? Ah. Uh... Yes and no. We were, like, reviewing their footage, like, two weeks beforehand, so, and, and they didn't really, like, you know, they were dog shit, quite honestly, from what we saw. And we were just like, oh, yeah, like, we can beat these guys if we just play structure. But, you know, we get there, and it's, and it's like, literally, like, what we had been planning for two weeks, like, just didn't happen. It just went right out the door. You it wasn't know? executed? No. Like, Mike Tyson, like, has a great saying where he was like, everyone has a plan until they get punched in the mouth. And Absolutely. that is so true. That is so true. That would, that would be it personified right there. Like, just go and look at our, you know, game on the CRCs. I think it was on CBS. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, just... The funny thing was, the score was pretty close, too. It was. 17-14. to 14. I mean, we had a late try in the end that put it up 17-14. But nonetheless, like... Like, we had, like, a lot of good athletic individual plays. But, yeah, like, we, like our structure, like we said it before, our structure was going to win the game. Yeah, yeah, there was no structure, there was no continuity, and there was boneheaded plays. Right. Like <laughs> made, made by every said, individual on the, on the field. Like, you go in to take the, you go in to, like, take the SAT and you study for it, and all of a sudden, you know, you get, you get clamped up by it, and so you start trying to cheat. Like on the person's test next to you, next thing you know, you're getting taken out by security. But yeah. you know what? You know, if we just keep everything in a positive light, man, we built a standard of excellence. Now yeah. we expect to be at Natty's next year. Now we expect to be, you know, top 10 in the nation again. You know, yeah. we weren't able to do that this year, but at least we got to the national rankings. Are you excited to run it back? Well, yeah. With Louisville? Oh, I mean, dude. not I mean, entering the draft yet. No, I, I still I, I still need a couple seasons before I'm ready to do that. But nonetheless, yeah, we're ready to, to get it going, you know. We're going to be older, we're going to be more experienced, yeah. more wise. You'll have that natty experience now, that's the thing. Right. You all are going to be able to build on top of that. If, on, if only, like, half of our team wasn't, like, just a bunch of Lego people. <laughs> what is that? statement that i know there's a thought process like, like, like they're like lego people or they enjoy legos no they like just, legos have you ever been to people. legoland they're just like what no i'm not dude i i went to like i saw like in atlanta like like if you're ever in like uh like lennox area yeah there's like this mall there's like a legoland and there's like a movie theater yeah. there too and it was just lit. You just said Lego people. Right. I only I only say that just because, like, just because, like, <laughs> pretty much 75% of our team is, like, 5 foot 8, 175 pounds. So, like... So they're built like Lego people. You're right. And they run, Dude, like, they got the too. little hands like this. Oh, uh, yeah. They, they run, like, they're Olympic power walkers. <laughs> So like, yeah. I didn't cut that out. 
No. That's hilarious. This is fucking hilarious. This is no cap, right? I know I'm going to get shit from my teammates if this ever comes back to them. (laughs) But that's the point. (laughs) Hopefully I make this viral, right? Yeah, exactly. So, if anything, I want to get shit on by my teammates. Pause. Maybe... What were we even talking about? Okay. We, we were right. We were talking about how you're running it back. Is it going to be different next year without K? Because I know K's moving back to the A. <sighs> it is because like we're going to need to fight. It's going to be like Star Wars. You're going to have to like tap into that inner K. Right. He's going to be like you. <laughs> Absolutely. Use <the> Connor. <laughs> K Vader. <laughs> you're. He like. Well, it is because we, now we need to find the next personality that can hype the team up like that, so the next solution is to, Fine, be, I'll do it. to be that personality. I mean, like... And, 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 you know, I'm mobile. You know, I'm, I'm grateful to be a remote employee right now, so I'll be able to be on the move and, you know, travel a little bit. And, That's good. You know, I ain't gonna miss too much. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, it kind of... Kay's kind of the unsung hero in this, but, like, in a way, like, he's been a big, like, influence... In terms of like you know bringing the attitude, bringing the confidence. That's dope, man. Like just bringing the energy, because that's that's really like I mean honestly, you could apply that to life. Yeah. Like, yeah. Life, sometimes just, that's all you fucking need. Right. It's just that that one guy in your ear that's like, no, like you're not about to go lay in your bed for the next five hours. You're about to go out here in this hot ass sun and get some work. <laughs> Mac week, hey Mac Hell week, yeah. was Mac week, man. Hey Mac week, we just hey. We, we did what we needed to do. We got to the natty. Right. So that's just what we needed to happen. Do we want to do musical intermission? Yeah, I mean, we don't really have any criteria for what song it needs to be. It, it just got to be something we can talk about a little bit. Dude, we were listening to a Pandora station the other day in the gym, dude. Just some classics, some like early 2000s, like pop or like hip hop classics. Right. Let's play something like classic. Classic? From from what the two thousands? Yeah, just something like. Let's see. <laughs> bye 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 by Insync. Of course. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't even know that song. Mm, you don't. The two thousands. I don't know if I do. He's like bye bye bye. You've heard this no. song before, Louis. Please don't play it. <laughs> I think we should. Yeah, by Usher. Oh gosh, please no. No. Please no. <laughs> uh, Usher went hard. Pitbull went hard. That's what I'm saying. Misery. It's funny because I have a friend who teaches a Zumba class and they always joke about how that's Zumba music. <laughs> oh, Boy, Usher? Pitbull? Hips don't, uh, hips don't lie. That's a banger. Hips don't lie yeah, by Shakira. Yeah, Shakira. Bro, this is one of my all-time favorite songs, you know. I'm serious. I'm serious. I, knew, I didn't think you were. It's not like an international like, banger. That, that little, like, hip movement that she does. <laughs> okay, I think... <laughs> what is your name, pretty girl? My house. <laughs> Spanish translation. Spanish. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. Yo, bro, me. You just listened to Hips Don't Lie by Shakira and Wyclef. That's pretty great. When did that song come out? 
That's a great question. Because mm. I remember listening oh. to it like in middle school. <laughs> but I don't even really know. <laughs> Google. Dude, I, I, lis- I remember listening to Shakira at camp. Because it was, I, my counselor had one of those like super loud Bluetooth speakers that he just attached to his backpack and took uh-huh. everywhere with us. Yeah. 2005. Oh my god. He would just play Shakira like all fucking day. Because the, the one thing that was like, okay, we can just vibe to this. Yeah, I definitely can't even lie. I wasn't on that at four years old. No. I didn't know that song when I was four years old. That was when your parents would still be covering your covering your eyes at the TV. Or else if I saw that when I was five, I would have hit puberty then and there. Bro, I heard that shit in middle school. It was I, still banging. I was low right here. <laughs> she, the way she does that. I'm a hipster fly. <laughs> <laughs> That was, the, that was the one thing that stuck out to me because I was like, I've never heard a woman sing like this before. It's like you're being serenaded almost. Serenaded. Why is it oddly attractive? Were you all up on it when you were four years old? I wasn't even. Nah. Oh, no, actually, yeah, yeah. I knew that song when I was five, or I was five at the time. I Damn. Think. Yeah. That's crazy. Right. I mean, it was, I was, it was global, dude. She went global with that. Yeah. She did. But when I was five years old, I was just, I don't know. I was listening to like Karma Chameleon and shit. That's hilarious. Lou was like, I had no concept of actual music (laughs) at the age of five. Maybe that's why it impresses me so much now. I just didn't even know what music was for five years of your life. I was five years old when I had to play the piano. When he hears a guitar solo, you know those like kids that would like scream at the TV because they saw green or red. That was Louie. Green or red? Yeah. What do you trigger? There was like it's like some kind of some kind of like mental disorder apparently. That if you see red or green, because they're like overstimulated <laughs> by it. <laughs> so like I'm saying, that should be you laughing. Imagine that. no, imagine <laughs> doing that test Dude. on your child where you just have to like press a button and see if they freak the fuck out. <laughs> That's horrible. You go on YouTube and you look up flashing red light. <laughs> Now, Bobby, how does this make you feel? <laughs> it's crazy because, like, because a lot of like m- mental health is becoming like such a such a prominent thing now these days. It seems about to drop a hot take. It seems like well, it seems like no matter what. What am I about to say? I don't know what you're about to say. Like, I don't here. like I'm on the, the ladder that you built. Seat. I don't even know what I'm about to say either. I just like, the shit just like comes in and comes <laughs> That's out of great. my brain. Uh, it's like, well no, because it's like, it seems Get like... Get the notepads ready! <laughs> y'all y'all want to talk about Obi-Wan? You know, that, that's actually that's actually a good idea. So Let's I, not talk about that. I think, I think we have four different perspectives on Star Wars here. Because mm. I feel like Kay's not like the biggest Star Wars fan I know. No. And we reach all the way on the other side of the spectrum where I'm just like, you know, super into it. Right. You know what I'm saying? How are we feeling, bro? The last episode is fucking coming out on Wednesday. Dude. How are they about to wrap this up in one episode? Dude, Friday. There's only one episode left? There's one episode left. Damn. And that's it? No, it's yes. Wednesday. I there, thought there would be like eight. What? I don't even think there's supposed to be like a season two. I think it's just supposed to be wrapped. Oh my! That's what they did with Dexter too, and it was just such a such a bomb. Yeah, with Dexter. 
have you the ever TV seen TV show? Yeah, the guy. Doesn't that, that have like a, a thousand fucking episodes? Yeah, the vigilante serial killer. That was. That's it was good what, at one point, and then like. I'd say like the first four seasons were pretty good. Yeah. And then the next four were just trash. But it like ended very controversially because like, you know, it showed him like, because obviously, you know, when you're a serial killer, you eventually get found out and it shows him. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Should I not not do that? For Dexter, that ended like 10 years ago. Right. And then they like tried to like revive it with only like with only one of those one season, you know, shows and it just, it was good at first, but it just didn't. Like the limited series type of thing? Yeah, right. Like, I would have liked to see more. And that's kind of how I'm feeling about Obi-Wan, if that's the case. If they're not going to make a season two, because, like, you can't... Literally, there's a huge gap between... Yeah, huge. Right. Between the third movie, Revenge of the Sith, and then the fourth movie. Which is why there's so much potential. And that's why they keep making shit, too. Right. Because there's such... So So much much time time to fill. Yeah. So fucking much. Because they'll have flashbacks within episodes now so there's like we're, we're skipping to a certain point in time but we still have all of this shit to give you coverage of right like they did that for book of boba fett i need to watch I that, that next you gotta watch top tier first i gotta watch you oh that's what, yeah to. you don't i don't feel i haven't like even watched chronologically how does it work like, it is after all of mandalorian it is it's after i don't even know what is mandalorian when, is uh it's like is it boba is, fett a mandalorian yes yeah sort okay. of right I just know I just know it's like some dope shit in the Star Wars world. Actually, wait, Mandalorian. I mean, I'm not like I've seen the first season of Mandalorian. So like, is he like when do the events take place? Is it after the sixth what? movie or mm-hmm. the ninth movie? It is. It is. Yeah, it's after. after the sixth. Right, six says in Return of the Jedi. In between, all of that time, which is a lot of fucking time. Right. Um, has to be like thirty years or something like that. Okay. Um, or maybe maybe only like twenty because Luke's like fucking eighteen when those yeah. movies start. Yeah. Do y'all think Leia's so? Been... In the, then in yeah, in the Mandalorian, Luke's like in his thirties, like he's starting to build the academy where Ben Solo or Kylo Ren is like trained initially. Right. Before he turned evil mm-hmm. and stuff like. That. What do y'all uh, What do y'all think of Leia? I know a lot of people are annoyed. I think it's hilarious. I kind of like it. I I feel like it fits. I like Um, it too. Yeah. With, uh, what? And just the child actor in, uh, Kenobi. Kenobi. I get that child actors can give annoying vibes sometimes if they're overacting too much or whatever. And I mean, she is just like a kid, so she's doing annoying shit. I don't think that But I think it's appropriate because it's like, she's a kid. Yeah. I think it's like quite interesting because... She, right, like, she's a little kid, but she's, like, she has the mind of, like, a, a 50 year old. Yeah, because Obi-Wan was, like, how old she are you? She just keeps making these, like, blatant statements, and I'm, like, God right. damn. She makes these big statements about life, and it's just, like, fuck. They make a good point, old. though, that it's because she's, like, the outcast of the royal family, so she's just, like, observing people at all these parties and shit. Uh, right. So she's just picking up on the on the behaviors then, yeah, the yeah. dialogue. That's interesting because like, well, and it shows that awesome, she's like, she's supposed shit. to be like a brilliant strategist. Like she's a general in the rebel forces, right? Eventually, yeah. so, so she, like she has to be developed, right? And it fits like that they're portraying her that young already, sort of being yeah in a different mindset. Right. 
I mean, you'd, you'd be amazed at, like, you know, what children can can pick up on, especially at that early of an age. Yeah. Let's talk about Darth Vader, bro. Let's Darth talk Vader. about Darth It's supposed to be the most Vader. powerful representation of him we've ever seen. I mean, I mean the way he ripped apart that ship and shit and pulled it out of the sky and all that, but, like, he is also just supposed to be at his peak, like, rage. Yeah, he's pissed And that's off. what gives him power. He's, he's so pissed. Bro, he, he is He is the biggest Obi-Wan hater I've ever seen. Right. But, like, why would you want to get these Inquisitors to do it for you? Like, I loved... He does it, though. That's the thing. Yeah. The he, thing is, Obi spared him. So... True. You know, he feels... Did, did he spare him? Yes. Sort of. Oh, it yeah. it kind of looks like Obi Wan just and, left and him I'm there just, to die. I'm just yeah. I'm just catching up. Vader definitely feels like it was like, you know, it would have been more Jedi like almost to put him out of his fucking misery. Yeah, right. he's just like burning alive. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? He chopped his legs off. He could have chopped his head off. <laughs> yeah, he could have made it quick. Exactly. He just walked away, which is just one of the coldest things like ever to just walk away. From. Yeah. Somebody's real. I hate you. Fucking crawling up on the. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make sure to do that to my future mother-in-law if she ever becomes a problem. But um, <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, it's just like when when you when you think about that, right? The way the way he went out, like he, like the like the way like how in denial he is, right? Like he, you also got to remember, like. In his mind, like, because at the end of the third movie, uh, Palpatine told him, like, you killed your wife, Padme. And Anakin's, you know, fucked up mind. He's like, yeah, holy shit, I just killed my wife. But, like, Obi-Wan put me up to it. Yeah. He blames Obi-Wan for right. all of it. Mm-hmm. He blames him for Padme. He blames him for himself being right. all fucked up. Because he abandoned him. On uh, daddy issues. On like the comic books, they give a good representation of what it's like for Vader. There's like a whole Vader comic book series, and it's all of his stories and shit. And they do a great job explaining how like life is fucking pain for Vader in that suit. Like yeah. he can't. It is. It is made of scrap technology that they had where he was taken to to be saved. Right. And so it's all this shit. It's basically a life preserver, and, like, there's some cool features attached to it. Right. But yeah, he can cause... never be changed out of it because he would be off of life support. Right. And there'd be a lot of risk. And it's like he has, like, hearing aids because his eardrums, like, got burnt and shit. Right. Yeah. So he has hearing aids that have no setting for, like, detecting specific noises and adjusting. It just hears everything at the same volume so he's like vulnerable to sonic attacks and shit because it's just loud as fuck (laughs) it's loud as fuck everywhere he goes and he like doesn't even really sleep apparently damn frankenstein mode yeah exactly (laughs) he is palpatine's frankenstein like monster in a lot of like sci-fi you know when you turn part robot you're usually like the terminator it usually makes you better Robo-cop I mean, he sort of like is that. like, but he's not from a defensive level. His suit is pretty good, and he is like a great combatant physically. They Must, just he's don't still fucked up. You have to think he most of what you've seen alive. of Vader. He's old as fuck. Yeah. 
So you gotta think of he, he's how, still when he's like young, because Anakin was supposed to be like the best swordsman. When you see him like fighting, he doesn't use two hands on the lightsaber. He's just out here blocking shit right. one handed. Yeah, he doesn't need to. Exactly. Just doing the Jack Sparrow. I'm gonna keep it all the way up, but I've been able to only think about making a chicken quesadilla for the last three minutes. I understand. I <laughs> might right. have to call it here shortly, boys. I'm hungry too, for real. That was dope, boys. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having us. That was a good time. Good vibes. Do y'all have anything you want to plug before we cut it off? I think I'm all good. I can put your old socials in the description. No, I'm good. Sure. Connor, yeah. Sure, I'm, I'm down for that. Yeah, I mean, these are two MLR prospects, so y'all gotta check them out. Right. Th- these boys can play. Get your free these autographs. These boys can hoop. You can. <laughs> Sign my chest, Connor. <laughs> <laughs> I always make sure to say that. So, see, see you all next week. <laughs>